0: So, before we start this podcast, I want to thank you all for tuning in for the first episode. I wasn't expecting it to have any views at all, but it ended up being something instead of the nothing that I expected. So, that is good. Today, I am actually doing a podcast on a request from one of my student, Firoz. And it was her question that led to this. And her question was, how to prioritize between health, wealth and relationships? This comes from conversations that I and she had about, well, there are only three areas in your life that you particularly focus on apart from fame. Fame is a multiplier. So if you have health, good health, good wealth, anything that you have currently, fame will multiply it. These are all three that would make you sad. Like these are the bare minimums that you must have. Fame isn't exactly the bare minimum. Like you know a few people in your life but it's not exactly something that will kill you if you don't have it but a good health will um, if you don't have it it will kill you if you don't have enough money it will kill you if you could have if you don't have enough relationships that sustain you as a human being as a social animal on this earth it will guess what kill you so we're going to talk about things that if they're not there in your life kill you so let's start health so this is a topic that I've played around with the most like people think it's wealth because I talk about businesses a lot but it's actually health that I think I've played around with more because for most of my life I was actually thinking how do I become the best footballer in order to become the best footballer I need to have energy I need to have good amount of muscles I need to have a good amount of low body fat but a good amount of it so that I don't run out of energy and I also need speed i need strength i need focus i need my mental ability to be there while i'm playing but your body is a direct reflection of your mental ability if your body is not good enough your mind will just not match right your brain is a very demanding organ this is something that said that was said by jordan peterson and your mind is a very demanding organ so if you laze around like you just lazy sitting on the couch all day your mind becomes foggy you don't have as much clarity also if you think too much like if you're someone who sits around thinking which is a habit that i am pretty guilty of at times if you are like that it actually is a good reflection that you are also somebody who would like to go on long walks Your body and your mind are actually pretty directly related to each other. So, if your body is not fit enough, your mind won't be good enough either. So, well, Lakshit, what about the businessmen that are earning so much? I mean, they are all fat. I mean, you don't see Mukesh Ambani's son talking about fitness. And I think he's good with the money. Well, the thing with people like those is earning money is a skill. If you get good enough in a skill you will be the best at it and you won't actually need to think a lot in order to execute it the problem begins when you do need to think a lot for example if you have a problem right now that you cannot solve if that is one of your problems you're going to have some good amount of trouble solving them without your body being there if you look at the unhappy index which is not a thing like if there was a thing where we could just get a equal measurement of happiness and we could determine i can actually bet that the people that will be at the bottom will not be taking care of the body and you can actually see this like when you are heartbroken you go to the gym you feel better why well your body has taken the stress that what that was supposed to be for your mind And what I mean by that is, your health is going to be there only if you do it both ways. You need to give enough physical stress on your body. Not a lot. Not too little. Enough. You need to give enough stress to your mind. Not a lot. Not too little. Enough. And that is what we are trying to do with health all of our lives. Now, of course, there are different requirements. So, when I talk about prioritization, somebody who's in his teen years, right now it's his growth time, right? So, if I was a teenager and somebody told me that you should work and you should sacrifice all your sleep for it, that's actually one of my problems with school. They don't let you sleep because of your expensive and uh, expensive assignments and very mind-consuming exams, right? So, you end up sleeping nothing before the night of the exam if you're not prepared and probably are not prepared because well guess what it's boring to prepare so you only did it the night before and schools actually weren't really made for that and another thing that i would like you to remember is if you're going to sacrifice on things like your sleep your diet and the physical activity that you do so, that would be the amount of stress that your body takes in. If you are going to sacrifice on that, do not for one second go to YouTube and f- try to find something, workout or something like that. Just don't. You need to take care of these three first. Right. So, if I were to log in into my health app that I'll do right now and I would to take this month's average, it would come around to about five hours, and I'm being completely honest here. Like, it's very low, according to most people. Most people will be somewhere around seven, eight, but mine comes out to five simply because of the very bad schedule that I'm on right now. And I'm going to be here for this year alone, but after this year, you'll see a tremendous incline on my sleep. I'll sleep probably seven, eight. So, six is the bare minimum, but the amount of stress I put on my body, I do need extreme recovery. So, 5, again, um, is the bare minimum that I can go by. But 6 is something that is the bare minimum for the usual person. Now, I have trained my body to recover again and again for my whole life. I can get through by this. It won't be true for you. I am 100% sure of that simply because it is sometimes not good enough for me as well. So, I have to catch up sometimes. But I can somehow make this work only because I am measuring it very closely. Very, very closely. Alright, so another bit that I would like you to make is just measurement. So, I measure my sleep through my Apple Watch. I measure my workouts through my Apple Watch. I won't say it's the most accurate indicator. But it is definitely one of the best out there that you can get. That doesn't really bother you while you're working out. Like if you were to wear a mask that records how much oxygen you're taking in. And then it translates that into calories burned per workout. Sure, I could do that. It will be really expensive, but I could do that. And if I were to do that, it will bother me while I play football. Like I'd have to wear a whole backpack with the pipe coming out that goes into a mask. Then I'll have to wear that mask. Too much work. Let's not do that. Right. So the calorie counting machines like Fitbit, Apple Watches, these are actually told to miscalculate your calories by 20%. So whatever you're trying to burn, just make sure that you burn 20% extra. That's what I go for. And it helps. It gives me enough mental peace to like make me say that I have done enough, enough physical workouts. And actually normally I exceed way, way, way more than that because of football. So again, the amount of stress I'm putting on my body plus the amount of sleep, I always measure it very, very closely. The only thing that I'm not measuring right now is the diet and in that i try to keep it simple like i'll eat regular food that my mom or my helper makes the cook makes and that is it i won't try to eat something junk foody. like right now it's navratra so i do get some sweets in but like one maybe as a dessert and that too as prashad like i have to eat it because otherwise my mom wouldn't allow me <laughs> to not eat it so it's like that's the only reason now, if I measure my health that closely, it is very hard for my mind to not be clear. And this is where the mind conversation comes in. So, in order to keep your body clear, this is all you need. right? The stretching part and all those, you can do that once you start. So again, like if I were to divide it into phases, the first phases of keeping your body in check is just these three. Start working out. Start not eating junk food. Just try to avoid it completely. Like if it's offered to you, you will eat it. Otherwise, you won't eat it. Like keep it that way. You're not going out of your way to eat it on your own. All right. Even if it's in the house, don't go like out of your way to eat it. Don't go into the kitchen. Whatever food is made, eat it on your own. And that's it. And try not to eat anything else. And sleep, try to sleep. Well, the preferable is eight hours. I doubt anybody here will be able to pull that off. And if you are able to pull that off and you're in twenties or um early 20s or late teen years, I would suggest that start working more simply because uh the times that is coming up in the next few years are going to be very, very ridiculous, and you need to be earning a lot. And I'll talk about that in the wealth part. But as of right now, uh, what I'd like you to focus on with the health is just these three. If you're not doing these three. Just don't focus on anything else. It's like these three are like the bare minimum that you need to do. Don't go to a YouTuber and start listening to him. Don't go to another bodybuilder. Start working out. You know how to do push-ups. You know how to do straight ups You know how to do squats. Do something that gets your body sore the next day. Start seeing how you can just not have some food. And start sleeping. Once you start doing that and you see a little soreness, then actually go problem by problem and improve so you'll go okay i'm getting too sore it's affecting me on how i do my exercise the next day so okay how do i get less sore well there is something called protein that i need to have is my diet enough protein getting me enough protein oh it is great so what else could be the problem will sleep is the another problem and the reason I mention these three is because most of the things that you'll struggle with will go back to these three. Like if you are sore, for example, I used to be really sore. To this day, I am really sore a lot of times because I train really, really hard. So if I'm going to train that hard, I'm going to be sore. This is not something that you can avoid. All right? This is just how your body builds muscle. So you end up being sore because of that. If you are going to work out, you're going to be sore. And now that you end up being sore the next thing i thought well uh, how do i go about countering this how do i make sure that i'm not so sore turns out on the rest days so i only got one rest day unfortunately it wasn't enough for me so what would happen is i train i'd get a rest day and i'd be sore the whole rest day then the next day would be training again but i'll still be sore so this is something that i discovered one one day i just happened to take an afternoon nap and i felt much 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 better it was just extra 2 3 hours of sleep but it made me much 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 better and the next day i was very 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 little uh, was left in my body the soreness and it helped me by a ton like it was a tremendous help so i figured out the amount i sleep directly correlates to the amount that my body spend like that body spends its time on recovering only when you sleep so if i have to increase that i have to sleep more it's very very simple so if you want to uh, lower your soreness you just have to sleep more now i understand you cannot sleep more the only other factor that basically determined and changed this for me drastically was a protein shake so once i added a protein shake and please add a good one don't take any like for most people although the regular whey proteins that come in the market will be good enough it's not so much about branding so again uh just buy a good enough brand that you see everywhere that will be good enough and yeah just go with that now when you s- see that uh soreness. I had to still lower it down. So I was still being a little sore, but that was workable. I could finally train without actually worrying about injuries or anything like that with my increased sleep, but I could not always sleep. Like you don't always have uh, afternoon hours to take out just to sleep. So what do I do? Well, turns out your body also likes protein, and it is actually protein that builds your muscles and how soreness works is you have little tears once you work out you have tears your body your muscles tear up little 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 small small tears and those tears are then filled with protein and then they ends up it ends up healing after a short process of two to three days and you finally have new muscles better muscles stronger muscles faster muscles and how that changed for me was with a protein shake so turns out if your diet and the regular indian diet doesn't have that much protein in like the current regular indian diet it used to have a lot of protein in back in the day but it doesn't anymore so the regular diet with enough protein will be able to solve that problem for you but the indian regular diet that is currently in north india that i practice normally doesn't have enough protein in it so in order for me to change that I need an extra amount of protein so protein shake is a very good good solution to that and well once you have that once you have your protein shake and your whole thing is filled out I don't think you'll be sore so you'll be sore for one day because your body still needs a good amount of sleep to do it but you'll be sore for one day and the next day you sleep you'll be very very good to go like it will not affect you by a lot another thing that i have seen is blood flow so for soreness if you are getting sore you need to increase the blood flow to that area that is sore so if i have a muscle that is sore i foam roll if you don't know what foam roll is go to youtube find out it's a good thing that you should do another thing is icing and foam rolling because icing compresses the muscle so the tear compresses itself and it's easier to heal for the body and then increasing the blood flow there will make sure that you end up massaging it, end up uh, getting some relief in. But the reason I'm covering soreness is because if you do follow all the threes that I'm going to actually tell you, the hardest one will be to actually follow the workout routines first. And it'll move to your diet because well, you, that requires discipline. And then it will be sleep. So that's what ends up happening with me. So each time you increase your workout, your workout is no longer a problem for me, but your workout will be a problem at the start. So if you're just starting out, it will be a problem. Then it moves to your diet. Like if I'm having enough diet, if I'm having food that actually helps me instead of like kills me, and then it's just about your sleep. And sleep is something that I don't have the best reputation with. Like I'm sure some of my students hearing this will laugh right now listening to this, which is perfectly fine simply because they would be right too i'm not the best guy to talk about this but i have over the years managed a good sleep schedule where i can recover every now and then even if i'm not sleeping enough and i can work on the low amount of sleep that i have but what i will say is don't do it don't try to go with my approach because it takes years and years of build up i build this in ninth grade and i have since been building it ever since and like i've had very very good amount of time only when i like came to my college years before that it was completely shit. like i felt like the worst person on earth but eventually it does help once you're done with those three what you should go at is look at yourself in the mirror like just be naked like about to go for a bath and you're in your dressing room and you're thinking okay um, i have put on a lot of it like be naked in front of a mirror and actually look at your body and go is this something that i can live by with for the rest of my life if the answer is even no like slightly no you need to work on it because well you're being easy on yourself most likely first thing and the second thing is look at that mirror constantly it will act as a reminder and i've got a mixed uh, opinion on this so the opinion i get is thinking about whether you're good enough or not good enough is always negative so might as well not do it but the fact of the matter is you need to be good enough to have a proper body that can sustain the mind that you're going to build and i've not come to the mind yet And I truly think that the mind is more important than the body. But the body is the first way to the mind. So that's why I'm talking about it first. So the ages that I think you should prioritize health first, regardless of what you're trying to do, is always, always, always going to be the teen years, the growth years of your life. And until early 20s, as well because you're still trying to make an impression over in the market whatever market you're in regardless of whether you're offering yourself to a girl or you're offering yourself to a job or you're offering yourself to a better business or you're offering yourself to your clients looking good will never hurt you all right so just look good be smart actually work on yourself and there is a very good quote by a stoic thinker Seneca. Um, The quote, like I'll be paraphrasing it a little, but the quote goes something like this. We are, we train the body rigorously so that it is not disobedient to the mind. If you are somebody who is lazy, who is really lazy, and this is like somewhere where my own self comes in, so, Back in like seventh, eighth grade, I didn't have to do anything for food. Like, there would be a helper in the house, he'll make the food, I'll get it. So, I never actually got up for food. So, in while eating, I was the laziest person. Like, I'd watch TV, I'd finish the food, and I won't even get up for a while and like to wash my hands. Like, I wouldn't get up immediately. I'd leave the uh, plate on the table. Like, every like I was a spoiled boy, basically. So, how did it change that? It was actually just the fear of my mother. <laughs> And my mother used to be in office. That's why there was somebody else cooking. And when every holiday that she had, I actually just out of the fear that she'll scold me, I actually got up, kept the plate. And eventually I noticed this. All right. But I didn't do anything about it. Why? Because I'm lazy. What changed was I signed up for a football academy. And football was an emotional priority for me at the time. It still is. And... Because of that, my body became much, much, much more rigorous. And I remember like when I joined that academy, the coaches asked me, are you even serious about this? Because I couldn't move. Like I was that lazy. And I didn't realize the amount of work it would take for me to play there. Because in the academies, everybody was wet. And the places that I went to play with my friends were not as people. Like people of every body category could come there. Right. So, again, it was a change of perspective. So, once I actually started working out with these people, training with these people, playing with these people, the habit disappeared on its own. Like, I'd get up right away, I'd get to the next thing right away. I I wasn't lazying around. Procrastination wasn't a problem anymore. And it stayed that way for a long time because I never basically gave up on football. After that, I basically played football for almost all the time. So, your mind has a bad habit right now, and it is very likely it is that way because of your body. Take care of that body and only do the three things that I've told you sleep, food, and working out. That's it. Don't focus on anything else. These are also very vague and major areas. So, there will be small, small little areas like in diet itself. I could basically, in the food category, go how much protein, carbohydrates fats you're taking in then you could go how much salt and water you're taking in then you could go how much does your body sweat then you could go what's the dehydration time that your body takes under the sun versus not under the sun now i have done a lot like i have played around this with this more than anybody else that i know simply because i wanted to have the best body that is possible so that i can play football in the best way that is possible so It gets a very complicated when you go into the specifics. Don't go into the specifics. Do the bare minimum. That is, just make sure you're sleeping 7-8 hours. Make sure you're eating food that is not junk food. And make sure, please make sure that you're working out at least half an hour of high intensity. Whatever is high intensity for your body right now or Uh, medium intensity for like one or one and a half hour. That is it. Nothing else. Please don't do anything else and try to do that regularly. At least four times a week in workouts. Always in the junk food unless it is offered to you from somebody you cannot ignore it. Right? Like if a mother offers you Mandir ka Prashad, I, I, I cannot help with that. Just take it and then there is sleep. Just sleep. That's not hard. I mean, Unless you're on your phone all the time. And that is it. Coming to the mind. Mental health. That is a very controversial one for me. Like if I were to give out my opinions on mental health, I'm pretty sure that people won't agree with me. Not because I'm going to do something very, very controversial. But the thing is, according to me, the mind is the best asset I have. And I have way too much evidence of that. I've solved problems for businesses. I've solved problems for my businesses. I've solved problems on the football field. I've surprised myself with my thinking a lot of the times. That was not possible without me actually thinking and actually going out of my way to make sure that I'm always focused on just one goal. All right. So to keep a healthy mind, you need to be fun focused. Don't let distractions sway you into something else. Doing something else, it wouldn't work. And once you actually do that, the next thing I would actually prefer you that you do is actually listen to great thinkers and when i say thinkers i don't mean motivational speeches please don't go to motivational speeches and like go on youtube and search motivational sleep, uh, speech because lakshit said so and weird get into stoicism get into something religious because really, so for most religion things like people will try to make it so that you find it attractive if you're new so most people in religion are talking very wisely It is easier to sound wise than it is easier to act wise. So people, there are a lot of people that are sounding wise and there are a lot of people that are acting wise. If you do find somebody who is acting wise, uh, don't let them go please. But if you don't and you found somebody that just sounds wise, take their advice and try to become somebody who acts wise. There are way too many people who sound wise than the amount of people that act wise. And that difference will always be there because guess what one is way 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 harder than the other that's it that's the only reason that happens now coming back to the point of mind the way you train mind is actually just like you train a muscle you think and think and think and eventually you get to a point where you know that you're thinking right and the way mind work is works is in a very simple fashion it's like real estate. So, let's say you are having a lot of land. You want to build something on that land. It could be a mall. It could be crops. It could be anything. In order for you to build it, you will need to be completely focused on one project at the time. You cannot go, I am going to build the whole city of Jaipur everywhere at one go. Right. You cannot focus on Nirman Nagar and Vaishali Nagar and Sangha at the same time. Like, it doesn't work please please don't do that but you were to go okay i'm start. i'm starting with all the government properties and not all of them like i'll outsource some of them and i'll just focus on the things that will directly affect me that are musts that are the needs that i have all right and then you basically start with crops let's say right that's food that's the most important stuff so you Start with the crop and you keep positive thoughts along with that crop. Alright, so it's very important that you have a positive thought along with the focus that you have. So if you think that I'll probably fail, but you're still focusing on one thing, you'll probably fail. Even though you're focusing on one thing, it doesn't really matter because, well, guess what? (laughs) Your brain will fear more than it'll act. Emotions affect your brains more than you would think. And this is where I differ from most of the psychology that emotions and mental health are two different things. People confuse it. Emotional health and mental health are two different things. Mind is how you calculate the problems that you're solving. How much input will I take? How much output will I get? And what are the feedback that I'm looking at? What is the source of information that I look at to not solve that problem? That kind of thinking is mental health. Alright, if you are able to solve the problems without being an idiot, guess what? You are intelligent. You have a good mental health. That's how I measure it because of me. I like it that way. This works for me. On this podcast, I'll be teaching you what works for me, not everybody else. So, the emotional health you will need to take care of. But again, um, if you look at stoicism, I think that will be taken care of on its own. Actually, there will be an upload soon on my video, on my YouTube that you can go for. It's just a compilation of stoic codes that you can have. And it will be probably very helpful to you if you listen for it, if you listen to it to a long scale. If you listen to it long term, I'm pretty sure you'll have some effects because it did for me. It's the same audio. Going on to the mind. Well, in order to think well, It needs to be rested, but it also needs to be still. Stillness in thought is absolutely necessary. This is a quote that I could probably tattoo on myself, but it is in fact tattooed in my mind. There is a certain amount of clarity it takes for you to achieve something. That amount will be different for the thing you are trying to go for. So, you can be very confused and achieve something and you can be very, very, very clear about something and still not achieve it. But there is amount of clarity that you need in order to achieve anything. Right? That very, very clear scenario, you'll just need more clarity. you, You need clarity not on the outcome. This is something that will confuse people you cannot you basically can never in any sort of situation guarantee the outcome you are going to get in the future because you cannot see the future the only thing that you can do is actually guarantee the input and you need to be clear about the input if you are going to do something don't get distracted that is clarity if you are going to do something don't be hesitant that is clarity how do you get clarity what is exactly clarity clarity means that my focus is undisturbed by distractions. I am clear in my mind on what I need to do and it doesn't really differ if I do something else because in my mind, I know what I am doing, alright? So for example, I see this as a big problem with people trying to grow their businesses If you start a business then you're like okay uh, this is there is this business course that tells this and then there is this this, this course that told me about this but then people told me about starting an agency and too much thing it's not clear clarity will help you more than any of those courses will. and what you need to be clear about is what do i want to solve what problem is there in the market that i will solve as a business owner and once I solve that problem, how do I make it so I can keep earning money through that problem? And I solve a lot of problems and I get a lot of money. It's simple. Business is actually not that complicated. And it's just boring. That's why people don't do it. Like doing something with clarity eventually will get boring because you know what to do and there is nothing else. Like the... What's 1 plus 1? 2. If I keep asking you that question, you'll get bored. Okay, what's 1 plus 1? I'm already bored, get get it. But you're only bored about it because you're clear about it, you know where it's going. If you see a one with another one, you say 2. It's a very simple equation. And what you're looking for at times is something like 2x plus 3y equals to 5. Calculate. And that will take you time, but it'll also be more fun. It's not boring at least. So, in order to solve the problem that you're currently facing of being rich, I'll come to that in the wealth part, but you will need a healthy mind for it. And in order to build a healthy mind, focus, be clear, don't get distracted, and just make sure you're very nicely taking care of the body that you have. That's it. Yep yeah nothing else and there are a lot of people that will tell you a lot of things and sure they might be right yeah sure if i increase my sleep this much by this time and i sleep and i don't eat three hours before sleeping and if i don't drink coffee right after i wake up sure that will change how i think but again if you're not doing that already no sense worrying about it right now it's just a distraction It's a sort of mental masturbation that you're providing yourself with to make sure that, oh, I progressed, I got some knowledge. You're not doing the bare minimum at least. So there's no sense of you going somewhere with knowledge. The next up is wealth. And I'll sum it up in the end on how you're going to prioritize them, but wealth is actually a very simple topic i covered a lot about it in the career planning podcast if you want to hear the first episode it's on my youtube and my spotify um it will be on other platforms as well i'm not exactly sure my team is actually looking into it suraj a shout out for you Uh, he's doing a very good job at it but he knows i don't so the topic of wealth Uh, you should hear career planning first because I will not cover the topics that I did here. All right. And the main topic is just leverage. So if you have enough leverage, you don't need to work and you still get money in, right? Mm -hmm. Jeff Bezos and I have same time, but he gets more money for his time because of the things he's built over the years and I have not All right. So he has more leverage than me. Simple. The return on the amount of time that you work is leverage. That's it. If you have a high leverage, you have a high return for the same amount of time that somebody else does. So, same example, me and Jeff Bezos. Right? He works at Amazon. He gets a lot of returns. I work at the business I started. I get very little returns compared to him. Alright? Then you go into wealth. So, why would wealth be necessary? Listen to the second part of the episode on the 25th of October. Stay tuned for Lakshut's detailed insights on wealth and relationships. Until then, grow like LRSR.